American Nightmare Origin of the Golden Ninja Chapter 24 West 183rd Street Dusk Roland Flagg enters into West 183rd Street building. He cautiously looks at all the buttons on the intercom, looking for 3H. The intercom has a small camera embedded in the wall. Out of curiosity, he wants to press it, but is hesitant. He presses the button, finally. No one answers. Roland Flag slowly walks away. Yes? Who's there? That you, boy? I know it's you. Roland, startled, backs away and heads toward the outside. Roland can still hear Yvonne's distorted voice. Even in black and white, black as all shit. What? You thought you won? We will meet again soon, just like I promised. Oh, you tried to hurt your mama. You killed my baby. Roland puts his hands over his ears. He runs head on into Ares, now 20 years old and very tall. Yo, my nigga, I went by the house looking for you. What's wrong? Roland gives Ares a distinct handshake. Nah, nothing. What's up? Ares places his arm around Roland's neck. How many times I tell you? Don't go out these days without me. They blood niggas in now. Dudes getting buck fifties. Aries slides his index finger from one side of his cheek to the next. It's the Bronx, West 183rd. What else is new? Flag, you ain't built like that. What? You gonna do some Logan shit? Aerie imitates Wolverine with his claws on Capcom video games. Berserker Barrage! They both bust out laughing. Roland says, You ever think of getting out of this place, just getting the fuck out of here, man? You could come with me. Aries disengages from Roland flag and looks away. Come with you where? I'm a soldier, my dude. Mom just kicked me out. A 10th grade education. I got a kid by Nisi on the way. Plus Giuliani giving niggas life with no parole. Nah, my nigga. I live vicariously through you. It's never too late. That's what Mr. Goldberg used to tell me. Why you give up so easily? Aries responds. Oh, you mean white bread? Listen to him. He was a good influence on you. 
Going upstate did you good. You lucky you ain't stay behind. It ain't about giving up. It's just, it is what it is. Go home, man. They got quotas. Roland says, I see you then. They give each other a distinct handshake. Roland flag heads up the hill back to University Avenue. 2217 University Avenue group home. The evening. Roland is lying on his bunk bed in a room of four. He's shuffling between pages of his application to SUNY Purchase College. He takes a long look at some half-written paragraph. Roland Flagg is in the midst of writing an essay. My grade from the previous school do not reflect my true feelings on the importance of higher education. I admit it. I screwed up. I was going through a tough time a year ago. I believe everyone is capable of rehabilitation. Miss Andrews walks into his room. She throws the daily newspaper at Roland Flagg's face. What the hell? What's wrong with you? Didn't you see me writing something? Read it. Roland Flagg picks up the daily news. He sees a photo of Roderick in a portrait smiling. Under the portrait, in large black letters, it reads, In Cold Blood. Miss Andrews says, That's your old cellmate, Roderick, isn't it? He wasn't my cellmate, and we didn't even like each other. Miss Andrews says, over a goddamn cigarette. Brooklyn basketball court. It's the daytime. A black boy, 16 years old, skinny, short, and his sister, 14 years old, black and thin, are observing the other children playing basketball on the court. The black boy is smoking a cigarette. His sister says, Roderick is coming. Put it out. Noticing that Roderick, jet black complexion, whose sweat is glistening in the sun, already sees his attempt. The black boy is struck in the middle of the action of hiding it or smoking it. Roderick says, I see it, motherfucker. Don't try to put it out. The black boy says, I was trying to. Roderick raises his open hand towards the black boy. I should smack the shit out of you. Give me a pull, nigga. The black boy flinches. This is my last one. I don't give a fuck. The black boy's sister jumps in front of Roderick. Why don't you leave my brother alone, fatty? Mind your business, bitch. 
Roderick pushes her to the side. The people playing basketball start to notice. Roderick snatches the half-gone cigarette from the black boy's shaking hands. He takes a long pull. The black boy and his sister look on in horrified disgust. Ah, that head rush feels good. Let's slap box, bitch. He's smacking the black boy on the side of his head. Stop touching me. Stop it. His sister jumps in again to protect her brother. Roderick grabs her by the arm. What the fuck did I just say? Leave her alone. Roderick drops the cigarette. He puts it out with his foot. He grabs the black boy by the throat, lifts him up, throws him across the ground. The black boy gets up and runs away. I'm going to kill you. I'll be back. If you're still here, you're dead. Twenty-two seventeen University Avenue Group Home. The evening. Roland says. So what's this have to do with me? You think I'm Roderick? You people have no idea who I am. Miss Andrews says. You're on the same destructive path, Roland. Roland Flag chuckles and shakes his head. Brooklyn Basketball Court. It's the daytime. The black boy is standing with a butcher knife facing Roderick. I'm tired of you picking on me, you fat fuck. And you want to hit on my sis now? The crowd encircles the three. Roderick is walking in aggressive circles around the black boy. Nigga, shut the fuck up. I dare you, nigga. I dare you to stab me. I double dare you, nigga. I'll kill you with my bare hands. I swear to God, nigga. I'll kill you. The black boy plunges the butcher knife deep into Roderick's neck. Hot red blood splatters everywhere. Roderick falls to the floor. Eyes open. The black boy's sister, with the watching crowd, can be heard yelling, Call the police! 